Welcome, friends, to Random number 131. I'm Ox, and over there is Luke, and we're going to be telling you about the latest, the greatest, and some older ones tonight, too. Uh, we're going to start out talking about The Outsider, new HBO show uh, from the mind of Stephen King, blah, blah, blah. You know the deal. Um, we're going to be checking out Blair Witch from 2016, um, also Alien from 79, uh, before we dip into the theatrical ones from this week of The Grudge, Underwater, and 1917. But before that, uh, I just got done watching High Life, and what the hell was that? Oh shit, I didn't know you were watching High Life. <laughs> uh, I wasn't expecting to, and then I uh, recalled that I told you I would last week. Um, so then when I was looking at the list of shit I had to watch today, like I've just been watching stuff for the last eight hours <laughs> and that was not the note I was expecting to end on. It wasn't. It was exactly as you described it. Just wasn't expecting it, I suppose. <laughs> but I told you, I told you all about it. Listen, you described it perfectly. That's not my issue. Um, I just like everything else I saw about it, even the, the short blurb on uh, Prime for it. It's like Patterson and his kid are going near a black hole. I'm like, oh, that sounds cool and sci fi. And like, I just got done with Alien and I was all about sci fi. This was not that. <laughs> <laughs> this is as far as you can get away from that. It's. It's it's sci-fi. I mean, it is, but man, what a fucking weird movie. Oh yeah, it's like I said, uh <laughs> if you take the idea of like what Nolan was trying to do with Interstellar about how like love is what makes us human and how we're able to persevere and push the stars and stuff. This movie is about like we're fucking animals and the goo inside of us is what defines us and pushes us to these limits and let's fuck like that's all that movie's about. Yeah. You know, like even hearing you talk about it more just makes me hate the movie that much more. Come on, man. How can you hate the fuck room? Uh, I man. There's a lot of this movie that it just grosses me out. And like have years like you boiling it down just to that. It's like, oh yeah, that is what I watched for 2 hours and I'm just hating myself for doing that. Um, but it makes perfect sense that it's on your list for sure. I don't know. It's very evocative. Um, yeah. I love, like, there's such weird shit in it. Like, it's not trying to be, like, scientifically accurate as it is to, like, just show scenes and make them work. Like, in no way should, like, gravity work the way it does when he throws all the bodies out the airlock but like just that <laughs> shot of them descending into darkness is so fucking cool yeah yeah i mean i mean it's just fucking weird um i do like the the way that it's not um, the complete story isn't there but i mean it gives you the roundabouts of most of it um I don't know. It's it's just weird to root for a crew that you know are just the worst of humankind. 
Come on, um, Patterson just killed the dog. That's all. Yeah. Did he? I think he killed his friend. Maybe. I don't know. It's been a year since I've watched it. Um, uh, his friend killed the dog and then he killed his friend. That said, watching this this week and Lighthouse last week <laughs> and having seen Good Time last year, are you excited for Pattinson as Batman? Listen, I'm really trying to wrap my brain around Pattinson being Batman right now. About halfway through the movie, I was like, yeah. He totally be Batman. Like he's got the the jaw for it and whatnot. But like, I remember us having this conversation now, like a few weeks back, where I was all about Pattinson because was just, he was just weirding me out online. Like he just seems like an insane person. And at this point, I can't tell if it's an act or if he just really is genuinely insane. <laughs> Because nothing is is giving me any feedback to that he's not. Well, yeah. But maybe that's what that's the Batman we deserve, I suppose. It's true. He's a dark knight. Uh, also, it's really weird. Uh, we didn't talk about this a few weeks back when we watched it, but uh, you should go see Don't Fuck With Cats on Netflix. Because, boy, is that fucking documentary thing just a fucking trip of wild... It is, but I feel they fuck up because they give it away in the opening credits. Like, that, you know, is not, I don't know, that bugged me when, like, they're doing, like, all these voiceovers, like, the montage at the beginning. It's just like, and then they found the severed left foot. And I was like, oh, it's a killer. We're not just talking about cat. Because, you know, like, this was one I hadn't heard of before. (laughs) I had no idea. I didn't even catch that. Um, It reminded me a lot of the Tickle documentary. And, like, these... People are just maniacal for the sake of being maniacal. And it's just too much. Like the world yeah. the world can't take all of this. I just feel like the the documentary kind of like pokes its head on this idea and then just like, no, 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 we're not that kind of documentary. We're gonna fuck off of that. Of like the idea of like did this online group precipitate these things? You know, did they fall <laughs> kid who committed suicide? Are they at fault for that? There's no blame put on these quote unquote, like investigators online. And I feel that's an interesting dichotomy. The thing didn't quite go into, but also this was uh, probably a decade ago. Wasn't it like early uh, teens of the two thousands? Like when we were just starting to get a little bit more reach on the internet, dude. There's been reach on the internet for a long time. What are you talking about? I mean, about? yeah, if you knew how to do it. But these were fucking what forty year olds that were just dicking around on Facebook. Yeah, and that got a fucking young kid to kill himself. Fucking, that's weird shit for sure. Um, so yeah, there's that. Uh, leading. Going from that, leading into HBO's new show, fucking The Outsider. How would you feel about it? <laughs> How's that? <laughs> um, it's well done. I think Ben Mendelsohn is like great. I think he's great in that role, and 
not seeing him as a bad guy immediately is always fun. Um, but it's just like it's too true crimey yeah. for me, so that I know when it's inevitably going to be a fucking werewolf or whatever that did it because that's Stephen King. It's got to be some sort of monster. I don't know how they're going to balance that tone. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm more along the line. Like I don't know true crime or uh, true detective esqueness. But um, I think I feel like we have enough. We've assimilated enough Stephen King stories over the last couple of years to to know where this is going just based on that. Um, and obviously, the guy in the hoodie in the background has a large part to do with it. But like, this is just that kind of like. Our, there's just that fucking evil source out in the world, and it's like raining some of that in it's just I don't know I, I like uh, Bateman's performance but I'm sure he's done with the show after one episode or I guess he got a half an episode <laughs> one and a half. Yeah. but I don't know um, you want to stick with it week to week I just don't know that there's a reason to like at this point now we've again it's it's true crime right we're trying it's a detective trying to solve a murder but at this point we've already been given the clues of it was some thing that looked exactly like him but it wasn't him and he's dead so like what am i is there a hook to get me to go like do i i feel like it's going to turn into like the x-files it's going to be about like belief and like, could this happen? Cause it's so much about like, this is impossible. He can't be in two places at once. That's improbable. And it's going to be like, well, actually Scully, uh, according to native American folklore, <laughs> the, you know, like, uh, I say we give it one more week and we'll see, we'll be able to tell from episode three for sure. Um, because I, yeah. Cause I mean, it is 10 episodes too. Yeah. How is this going to be 10 episodes? I have no idea. But I hope it just fucking goes batshit insane next episode for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's fine. Uh, it, it's weird that they dropped two episodes last night just out of the out of the blue, uh, considering they've been fucking promoting it for the last two months. So I don't know. Whatever. I don't question HBO. <laughs> they do what they want. Fair enough. So uh, going from there, uh, let's talk about why i hate you in the blair witch 2016 yeah why why did you want to watch that you rented it and said it's there if you want it and i ain't no bitch but i hate it sounds like you hate it i hate it so goddamn much um so this is where i was coming into watching the blair witch a few weeks ago um because it seems like this uh sequel I guess you would call it. Um, so did they just disregard the second one? And like, kind of... Bitch, I couldn't even tell you. I've seen the second one once in my life and remember nothing about it, except that it's bad. Good deal. I've never seen it, so we're just not going to associate it with it. Um, but this seems like it just picks up the pieces from that first one. Um, it has a lot to do with the stuff that's in the game that came out last year. Um, 
where like you're walking in circles, the the landmarks you see over and over, um, not necessarily people being well, whipped around that everywhere. The... <laughs> but wouldn't that say that the game was influenced by this movie? Yeah, since yeah, yeah. It came out. Um, yeah, I definitely felt like. I wanted to watch it again because I didn't like it when I first saw it. Um, and <clears throat> I was listening to a podcast and it came up and they were talking about it. So I was like, ah, fucking, well, let's watch that again. <laughs> but I wanted you to watch it because I definitely felt like this is what you expected the Blair Witch to be versus what we watched back in October. Yeah. Um, this is just full tilt, like from the word go, we're doing mm. shit as opposed to like that real long slow burn of the first movie and you don't see anything this is all like there's witches and there's there's not noises in the woods fucking we're knocking over trees were, like we're goddamn smoking were there from witches or what the fuck was that thing <laughs> i don't know the way i read it was that remember they tell the story of the the girl accused of being a witch they tied stones oh, to her yeah, arms yeah. and legs so when you see this thing, it's got elongated arms and limbs. That so I assumed it was her. That makes more sense. Um, so to give you a rundown on uh, me and Luke's conversation this afternoon, um, I was all right with it. Like, there's so many fucking just ridiculous jump scares. Like, at some point I was anticipating them, but still, like, there was just so many more. Um the whatever she pulled out from her leg was disgusting. <laughs> but, like, we get half hour in, and it's like, well, we're going back because this shit's freaky. And then we find out the two people that are with them, like, set up these fake traps whatever, or uh, stick people, whatever. Um, and then it's like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. And then we walked around in a circle for a day and found the same campsite. It's like, well, this sucks. I hate all of this. Uh, and then people start disappearing. And at this point, we have 20 fucking minutes left. And then we show up to the house. And I was not alright with that. Um, there were very explicit languages used uh, in text to Luke. Uh, fun fact, I didn't find out I was claustrophobic till about a week ago. And that whole fucking crawling through the tunnels down below freaked me fucking out. I was like, something's going to come and just oh. not be cool. Uh, so what you're saying is we should watch The Descent. We definitely shouldn't. But I have a feeling we're going to now. Because hell, hell with you. You should. <laughs> uh, and then we get in the house and I was like, just... just off yourself to hell with this don't let the bad guys win and just kill yourself uh i didn't understand how we get 20 more minutes and then it's like just freaked me out those 20 minutes were horrifying to me and i hated them i hate them so goddamn much but in terms of like what happens is it any different than what happened in the first movie at the end when they get to the house, except it's bigger? No. This is literally No, like, and I completely forgot like, about it until we got to the house. I was like, God damn it. I know what's going to happen right now, and I hate it. I hate every bit of it. <laughs> someone's going to stand in the corner, and then someone's going to get taken. 
Um, I don't know. I, I, it does have the sense of dread Mm. and Adam Wingard's smart enough to like know how to use that. And he's good at that, but there's also a ton of shit in there. I don't like, but then there's a ton of shit I'm fascinated by. What's, what's the Um, shit that you don't like? Um, I think that the, uh, the digital glitching always bugs me Mm. in fucking found footage movies. I think it's a horseshit trope that doesn't work as well as they think it does. (laughs) Um, This is a movie specifically that uh, it pushes the credulity of the idea of found footage because this is like 17 different cameras that someone edited all this footage together. Uh (laughs) Um, you know, there's so many times there's like, think of like Cloverfield, right? Yeah. Like it's one camera, one front to back, one person recording. That's how you get it. This is just like, everyone has a camera on their head. There's cameras on the tents. The second party has a camera and we're crisscrossing between all those. Like someone was like, let's cut the shit together. Let's spend the time editing this footage. Uh, it and it doesn't it it, necessarily be that hard. I mean, everything would have time steps, so it'd be pretty easy to piece all that together. Um, but I do like the, um, this idea that like time works differently there. Space works differently. Yeah, dude, that, that like, was the I part really... that really got me. Um, it feels very much in the vein of the old movie and it's, it's kind of cool to see it updated with new gadgets and gizmos, whatever. Um, and then to see them get to the same end point um, is really strange and horrifying and I hate it except it's cool. <laughs> um, a, a lot of the stuff they were talking about with the kids and whatever um, that's a bigger part of the game aspect um, and you get to see what happens to the Harold Parr whatever but like he totally bought into this whole witch idea whatever and became one with nature bullshit whatever um but yeah just creeped me the fuck out and i really hated it all of it to hell with you there you go did you like it your second time around no i still (laughs) i'd much rather like i don't know it's it just has that feel of it's just it's it's a theme park ride right yeah like it's just we got to scare. We got to get jumps. Let's move. Da 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 da. There's individual things I like, but as a whole, I don't think it works for me. Um, but I think that's because it's so like tonally polar opposite of what I think of when I think about the Blair Witch. Yeah, that's fair. That's very fair, actually. Um, but yeah, if you're a big scaredy cat, I suppose this is not the movie for me. I took the bullet for you, so you don't have to. Uh, to have with this movie. Uh, the one that surprised me that you wanted to watch was Aliens from 79. What, uh, oh, yeah? What brought this one on? Uh, I think that, um, another film we're going to be talking about this, this week, uh, cribs very liberally from this film, but doesn't do it as well. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, did you watch the director's cut? No. Okay. 
I didn't see that there was a director's cut till afterwards, and it's like, how is there a fucking another hour to this shit? There's not. The director's cut shorter. The director's cut's three hours. No, it's not. I'm fairly certain. I think it must have been labeled wrong. Literally, Ridley Scott talked in an interview where he's like, I was talked into like using this re-edited footage, but it killed the flow of the film, so I cut it and changed other stuff around, and it's a minute shorter than the theatrical cut. Hmm. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Uh, I was thinking the uh, the second one, Aliens. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I'm sure they all have. You when they put out that quadrilogy set or whatever <laughs> they did, like. Theatrical cuts and director's cuts of almost everything, but Scott even says like it's not a director's cut. It's just like they wanted me to do it, so I did it. But my cut is the theatrical cut. Gotcha. Um, it is cool seeing uh, going from Prometheus to Covenant to this one now. Um, yeah, you're watching this shit all wrong. <laughs> uh, you no, know, trust me, I get it, uh, and it's really messed up in my mind. Because it's like, oh, I know this stuff, but I guess I shouldn't. And then that would have been a cooler reveal after seeing this. But um, it's got me all weirded out and like flipped on my head trying to figure all these things out. Because wouldn't, oh, I guess um, Fastbender's off, off on a ship somewhere else with the other aliens. Um, Who knows, dude? This, this is like way after Prometheus. Yeah. And way after Covenant. <sighs> um, yeah. I don't know. Scott's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think it, I could see the appeal of why it's had such long, longevity uh, 40 years made ago. Um, it surprised me how, like, I guess it didn't surprise me, but like this is storytelling from forty years ago. Like it's very linear. It's it's cut into the chase. This is what we have to do. This is how we're gonna get there. And then the alien pokes its head out every now and then and just kills somebody. <laughs> yeah, it does with this big old penis mouth. Yep, pretty much weirdo. <laughs> um, I don't. Know. It's you know it's. It's a haunted house in space. Like, there's a reason it works. It's a very sparse, simple story, but like, it just, the performances are great. And I think, like you said, 40 years on, it still holds up. Like, I think there's sequences in that that are far more terrifying than anything they tried to do in Covenant, you know? Yeah. Like, when she's on the scape shuttle, and if you've seen the movie before, you can see the alien head in the wall, but if you haven't, boom, he pops out and scares you. Mm-hmm. Um, I dig it. Um, there was those the the entire the entire aesthetic of the ship itself um, just feels very spaceshipy to me compared to like all the very clean lines we get of spaceships nowadays and whatnot. Um, See, and I feel the exact opposite. I feel it. It, it's in what Scott was trying to do is that these aren't scientists. These aren't, you know, government. It's not uh, mercenaries. You know, space bounty hunter. All this stuff. It's literally like truckers. We're just hauling cargo. It's a big fucking 
cargo ship. Sure, there's some stuff that seems like sleek and angular around like Mother or the uh, the pods that they come out of in the medical bay. Mm-hmm. But most of that, when you get down to it, it's just metal grating and exposed wiring and bolts. It just seems very cobbled together and just streamlined in its functionality. Yeah, and I mean, even when they're down below the decks and like working on shit, it just feels very rough around the edges too. Um, but I dig it. I dig it. Uh, I wasn't expecting the alien to to be on the uh, pod when she left, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like this is where we're gonna go. <laughs> That's cool. Um, but it's cool to see the how the alien evolved. Um. I mean, I've seen it in pop culture, but to actually see it firsthand now, finally, um, yeah, it's cool to see that whole evolution. Because the whole life cycle seems skipped over in those like other movies, but yeah, to see from face hugger to chestburster to alien, it's cool. Like, and that's what like a thing you got to appreciate about the movie is like you see the whole life cycle of this creature in one film, like, and it doesn't try to explain it or anything. It's just like here it is and it makes sense and you know normally it'd just be we get to a planet and there's a big scary monster Ooh. yeah but you know you but see it at one point they're looking for a cat-sized alien and then it fucking like creeps down from the ceiling and it's twice the size of a man it's like oh shit yeah. <laughs> but yeah it's good stuff um, for sure yeah and uh, I think I've talked to you about it before, but it literally has one of the most disturbing images to me. Like it's stuck with me for years of when Ash goes crazy and just tries shoving a magazine down Ripley's throat. Don't know what that is, but it fucks with me every time I see it. I was going to mention that. I was like, I didn't know what the hell was going on there, but that makes sense. And I also don't know know why she couldn't fight against a magazine being shoved down her throat. Fucking androids, Because it's got androids, right? Yeah. And then when he fucking... When Parker's trying to get him off, he just squeezes his titty real hard. Yeah, she's <laughs> good. So fucking weird. Um, yeah. So that's Alien. Go check that out. Uh, I also really fucking love the... The... Um, title card. Where it fucking just creeps the Alien uh, title in. I was like fucking in love with that that style choice i was like "Mm, good old ladies (laughs) plus you know it's i'm sure it doesn't help you in any way to see that like especially compared to some of the other films that these things are virtually unkillable Mm -hmm. and i know that's got to fuck with you um i knew the flamethrower was a big deal um and I guess I've seen the scene from the second one where it jettisons it out of the fucking cargo hold. Um, but yeah, I figured that was the only way to kill it. It was just to get it the fuck away from you. Because, <laughs> I mean, like, even when Ripley knocks out into space, it then it's still trying to crawl back in. It's not dead out there. And then when she hits it with the thrusters, 
it's still not dead. It's just floating in space now. Motherfucking ain't. It's a perfect killing machine. It's, it's terrifying. That's the absolutely most terrifying part. And let's just put our cat, cat to sleep in this bed. The only thing that knows <laughs> knows dangers around the corner. Fucking. Yeah, fuck that cat. <laughs> when like when Sigourney's like setting the bomb to go off and it's like, I get that cat. I'm like, fuck that cat. Fuck that cat. <laughs> no. Nobody likes that cat. We're just going to leave it to die. Tell with it. You, you killed Harry Dean Stanton, you fucking cat. Bingo. How dare the you? hell with you, cat. Um, so jumping from there, let's talk theatricals. And did you like The Grudge? Nope. Good, because I really hated it. It's really bad, but I'm sure you just hated it because you're a big scary fan. That's true. That is absolutely 100% correct. And I hate it. <laughs> it's just bad. Like, I don't even... You have to explain to me what makes it bad. Because to me... The psychological horror of it is just absolutely terrifying to me. Like how we're how they don't explain what the alien is. It's just killing machine. Um, all they do is say if you come into if you cross paths with this grudge that happened and somebody died in such a way, like you're essentially fucked. Um, and the the fucking awful part is when you get to the old couple and you're like, well, we see uh, these dead people haunting us right now, but uh, that gives me hope that we'll get to spend more time. I was like, no, fuck you, old man. You deserve to die, you son of a bitch. Yeah, it's one of those things that, like... (laughs) Also, I'm, like, 20% sure that's the same house from, uh... Curse of La Llorona? No, I have no idea. And with when the priest the... is one, the cop in this one. <laughs> I just spent half the movie being like, who is that lead? And then I was like, I'm the only one in the theater. I can just pull up my phone and watch. And I was like, oh, it's Mandy. <laughs> it was who? Oh, yeah. It's Mandy. Yep. Yeah, Nick Cage killed for her. He killed those demon bikers. It makes sense. And that kid's totally fucked. Um, I just think that, like, I don't know. <laughs> like, at least the original made sense to me, and there was logic within its own internal rules. I don't understand this movie. You gotta explain and what it, that like, more, because I don't think I've seen the original. Well, you can watch no, it anytime you want, you, sir. Man. No, because this shit is the fucking the worst for me. I hate it. <laughs> but it's just, it's this weird thing of like, it's the same concept, right? You know, like when a person dies a violent death, they leave this mark. And if you come in contact with it, you're cursed. Yada, yada, yada. But at no point was it just like, then you become a ghost too? Question mark. Because like the whole the whole idea behind this movie seems to be like, let's take this Japanese idea and make it American. <laughs> we need to get these people back to America and make them ghosts. Uh, no, that sounds about right. That sounds exactly right. Because even like, <laughs> like, I mean, it's been a long time since I watched it, but like the fucking noise like that the woman ghost makes was in correlation to how she died. Like, she, like, 
broke her neck or was strangled or something, and like it crushed her vote, and that's why she just makes that creaking noise. Like, like whereas this one's like creaking noise. Yeah, fucking worse. Whereas this one is just like, oh, I guess I make that noise now. I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And, And like, I hated the design, like that it wasn't enough that there's like we're gonna try to be spooky ghosts, but we're also like rotted out flesh fiends like zombies like i just i hated a lot of the aesthetic decisions in the film um and like so much of it seemed like i said there's no internal logic that makes sense like in the other ones you know juan the original and then the sarah michelle geller one from like 2004 like if you came into contact there was no like leaving the house because the ghost followed you yes that happened but like possessing people and like how is it fair that it's killing people who never went in the house like it's breaking its own internal logic and i felt they only did that in that scene to be like look at how edgy we are we killed a pregnant woman and she was like no it doesn't mean anything you're just being nihilistic oh yeah the what's his name's wife i got you um yeah why did why did why did this spirit possessed John Cho to go home and kill his wife and unborn child. Listen, Why wouldn't it have just killed him I in the house? wasn't that far ahead of the movie because I was just like oh there's another person on screen. I bet you they die from this house. And I don't want to see how they die horrifically. That's awesome. Just and constantly. Like, <laughs> the idea that this dude was like I worked a murder case but I refused to go in the house where the scene of the crime was. No, that's not how police work works. Yeah, you have to go. No way. <laughs> it's totally how I would do police work. Like, this seems pretty shut, pretty open shut. Let's leave it alone. Fail with it. Plus, it makes no sense when he's just like, he's. Because <laughs> when it's setting it up and they're like, he refused to go in that house, and like, you see him with crosses and stuff, you're like, oh, he must have knew something. He's like, no, my partner said something was weird. As a <laughs> what? No. Perfect police Dumb. work. Perfect police work. Uh, and the fact that, like, he just kind of goes nowhere by the end of the movie. Like, she comes to him and confesses, and she's worried about a son, and then you never see him again. That's good police work, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and plus, his partner stayed alive in the psychiatric psychiatric ward and finally ripped out his eyes because he kept seeing these people all around. Yeah, right? Why didn't they kill him? (laughs) You know, like, why did it let the old lady one, be alone for six months and not do anything, but also, like, she stood there for six months continuing to chop her fingers off and didn't bleed out? Yeah, I didn't get that. And then just got to the hospital and fucking jumped from six stories while the little girl watched her. And explode. (laughs) oh this movie's real bad real bad for sure it is and if you're a big scaredy cat like me you'll hate it too i hate it i hate all these movies like this and it's the paranormal factor that it's like well none of this makes sense any fucking way so of course i'm just gonna be scared about it all fuck it see but i very much want clear definitive rules of that's Perfectly fine. All I want to know is how to stop the possession or the supernatural effect of it. Like, even with Candyman, there was a way to 
to stop that. Um, where this is like, well, you you came with it, you threw a newspaper out of the house, you're dead. Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you, you rode by. <laughs> nobody, nobody explicitly ex- explained that to you, but well, you're dead because Japanese people cursed something over there. And they brought that yeah. stupid. Yeah, brought that American curse back. It's. So bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm, I'm genuinely better off seeing this than I would have ever seen cats. I still have people like just brain melted downs from seeing that fucking movie. So, I guess I took the lesser of the evils. I don't know. I do not know. You should see cats and tell me about it. Maybe I will. You can't stop me. <laughs> uh, so from there, uh, let's talk 1917 uh, and how much you enjoyed it. Oh, why are you putting the onus on me, sir? Is this you saying that you didn't enjoy it? Did you enjoy it? Did you? Did you? I'm asking you first. I don't like horror movies. I really don't like war movies. I like a lot of the shots and everything and what it was trying to do, but it's just not a war movie to me. Yep, and again, the whole thesis is just like, war fucking sucks, right, guys? Look yeah. at all these people who die for nothing. All you know, it's I hate a lot of it. Um, mm-hmm. I think for certain parts, the idea of doing it in this single take works, but I don't think it helps the flow of the movie overall. Yeah. Like, I think that beginning of like through the trenches and then over the no man's land into the other trenches and out in like the scene of, uh, like hiding in the shadows, like running between the flare shots and hiding in the shadows like that works. Yeah. But then when you get to the point of like, it's supposed to take eight hours and he actually just passes out for like seven <laughs> hours it seems like and then he's just there he only travels for like ten minutes it's ridiculous yeah you know, uh, the thing that got me was when his friend died I was like oh shit I was not expecting that at all well um, and that's just a weird thing that it's just like that's literally only there to kill him <laughs> Like, yeah. at no point, I don't believe that even him, who does seem like a genuinely kind of like, you know, not aggro kind of like, what do we hear, jokey jokey character, would be like, oh no, this German pilot, I, we need to, we need to save, it. oh no, he stabbed me, oh no, I'm dead. It's just like, it doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Yeah. Um, there are some cool shots in it and whatnot. Um, for probably one of the only times I've thought a 2D movie actually had some real depth to it in a few of those shots. Um, it, was, it was crazy. Um, I think if you like war movies, you're going to enjoy it. But like for me, I'm over war movies for sure. And like I was figuring maybe this could like oh maybe war movies aren't so bad, but it's like nope, I just really hate the whole everything about it. 
Like, I don't understand yeah. it. And, like, I get it. I'll He's get... just telling the stories passed down from his, I'm guessing, father or grandfather from wartime. But, like, I don't know. I don't need it. I know about them, and they suck. And we're still in them. Yeah. I'll just watch Dunkirk again. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you in that dumb movie. But uh, um, <laughs> I I don't like Sam Mendes either though. So like fuck him. I guess that's kind of what <laughs> I make... was more leaning on. Um, uh, because I I I like a lot of his other movies, but like this is just if I want to see a one shot done well, I'm just gonna watch uh, Birdman. <laughs> at least, and even that, at least it makes sense. Yeah. Like it does feel. Like, you know, until they do the time jump, it feels like just two consecutive goes at these things. Like I said, it's just, I don't know. The whole plight that he's on makes no sense when you actually look at how far he's supposed. <laughs> yeah, like, he's just gonna, like, supposed to go down the road. Yeah, it was literally just go down the road. <laughs> just hang out. Like, when they get on the car, when he's on the car, and then he gets off across the river and he gets knocked out, and he wakes up and he's in the town he was supposed to be in and doesn't even know it. And it's just like, the fuck is going on? Oh, and then you just float down the river for two minutes, and now you're at the front lines. Like, it makes no sense. Bingo. Super Bingo, war. bango. Super war. War future. And, and, I don't know, maybe it was just me, but every time they went to talk to, like, a superior officer, and it was, like, a well-known British actor, it took me out of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, every single time. And I was like, it it's it feels so contrived because it's kind of like I just wanted to try out this gimmick, but also here's a lot of well-known people along the path. I don't know, just didn't didn't click for me for sure. So it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's fine. I since I technically, I'll just say I didn't pay for it. It was one of the like. Movie pass ones that got me free, free. Like I paid twenty bucks a month, but it didn't go towards this movie. That's so <laughs> fair. I definitely had to pay for it, and I really fucking regretted it. Um, <laughs> but like, I don't know. I think if you're into the technical side of filmmaking, it's worth watching because it is impressive. I mean, you can see cuts, you know, where they're stitching stuff together, mm-hmm. but to undertake something that size and try to do it this way is impressive. Like, I'll yeah, give him that. Yeah, and I've been sharing the videos of, like, him, like, coming out of the trench, like, that one shot from the uh, trailer and how they do it. And it's just mind-boggling to think of how they made this all happen. But also, it's like, I just don't care about the the thing they're showing. So it's it just kind of doesn't. I don't care enough to learn more about it. So. Right. It is what it is. So, from there to the last one, how did you feel about Underwater? Is bad. <laughs> I hate you And so I know much. you're going to be like, ooh, there's a monster, so I love it. Listen, I fucking love this movie. See, I told you, you're fucking dumb. How am I dumb? This movie is fucking awesome. No, you're going to have to explain because it is not. Uh, okay, uh, it's very much in the in the throes of a little comic I read, The Wake, a few months back. Like it's, Yeah, it's The Wake's stupid too. You're stupid. 
You hear that? <laughs> You're super stupid. Um, but that's exactly what I was expecting coming into this. Um, stupid? And... Me too. <laughs> Listen, fuck you, man. Uh, one, Kristen Stewart's your girl. And you're supposed to just yeah. support her for anything. Um, listen, listen. I love Kristen Stewart and I love Jessica Henwick. And the fact that we waste a whole part of this film when they are the only two fucking characters either alive or conscious. And they're just like, so how's your boyfriend doing? You like him, right? You should tell him you like him. I didn't tell my fiance enough. Well, I wish I had a boyfriend. And I'm like, fuck off, movie. Fuck right off. Listen, that's the only problem I had with the movie. But other than that, shit was awesome. (laughs) No, there's so many problems. (laughs) Listen, I understand what you're saying. And I do agree on most parts. But I just definitely Um, had a fun time with the movie. Here's the problem. Mm -hmm. In terms of, we go back to the grudge, right? I need a movie to live within its own rules and that one and this one i need spatial awareness to be able to fucking care about anything and you do not get into this film everything is shot so fucking poorly it's amazing that they cost 80 million dollars when all they did was turn the fucking lights off uh yeah i mean how else are you supposed to make it creepy (laughs) cares it doesn't matter like there's that part where um the captain gets pulled into like that cave or whatever and Mm -hmm. she's getting dragged along with them and then they're on top of something and then it seems like they're like speeding downward and then she cuts a line like i don't understand anything of like the geography (laughs) of how they're on the bottom of the ocean yet they're falling further to a depth that will crush them like i don't understand uh, obviously, you don't know much about water. <laughs> no, it doesn't make sense by any means. Um, um, my <laughs> <laughs> my favorite thing was okay. So again, this is the movie I wanted to watch Alien from because I think this movie does have a lot in its DNA with it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's. Uh, it's not this group of scientists, it's just these workers, right? They don't quite know what's going on. You know, they're in this predicament. Um, by the end of the film, our lead is in her underwear and blowing the thing up to stop a monster. Like, it's the fucking beats of the end of Alien, right? Yep. Um, just not good. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but the thing, like, w- when I compare and contrast the two... Um, I think there's enough time with the characters of Alien that they become distinctive and you understand who they are and that leads you to care for them. This movie starts from the first fucking second and doesn't let up and doesn't try to give you any reason to understand until the end. And by that Mm -hmm. point, it's too late. Uh, Yeah, I feel like it was much more of a uh, not much of a character study, but like just a plot driven thing. Um, and where I mean you're put in tunnels after tunnel and like you're just seeing who gets picked off next Um, to the point where which is nuts because only one of them actually gets killed by a creature uh... the rest of them yeah the rest of them just explode because of pressure well I mean 
Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> That's fair. But that fucking Two. sweet creature. Uh, no, it's fucking dumb. Because again, <laughs> here's another little thing, right? Mm-hmm. I need spatial understanding. I need reference points to understand size. You show me Godzilla standing in the ruins of a city, I understand how big he is. You show me a blobbly blobbed Google Eye monster in the middle of the black ocean, I don't understand how big it is. You just have to believe. It's that big. It's a, this is a monster. <laughs> you just gotta believe. Um, but do you know, and it would even make it better, but do you know how you make me like this movie? How's that? You release it two years ago when they fucking shot it because it's been on the shelf for that long. And when you get to the end, boom, it's the Cloverfield monster comes out and I don't have to watch Cloverfield Paradox because that shit didn't happen. This is the third Cloverfield movie. Uh, Yeah, I was kind of leaning like this feels very much like that Cloverfield monster uh, when it comes up. Um, I was I was waiting for them to release that this weekend like oh by the way this is done by bad robot and we just didn't put titles in anything because uh it's cloverfield monster <laughs> yeah except they can't do that because they fucking ruined that any hope of that with that third movie not true they could just um, totally just throw uh, them on the shelves it's fine it's fucking awful <laughs> um my favorite thing though was i saw somebody talking about it and they're just like yeah Kristen Stewart's got to get under her underwear because there's no room in that suit for her baggy sweatpants, but fucking T.J. Miller's gut can fit in it. <laughs> Touche. Touche. Uh, but no, I just really had fun. I, I, to me, I was expecting the wake. I got it. You get Little Mermaids, you get a Big Daddy Mermaid, and it's fine. What? Is that what they were? Because I couldn't even fucking tell you what these things They like. were like mermans? I guess like they, no, they, they didn't have they? they didn't have fins, but like they had four arms, arms <laughs> and legs. I they had arms. No, but that it's weird. Is like when when they they copy the alien mode, right? And there's the distress signal, and they got to go out and they come back with a small thing that's a precursor to the things that are attacking them, bring back the ship. It's like a fucking tentacle thing. Yeah. Yeah, but like then, when it grabs onto their her uh, helmet, whatever you see, like the webbed hand and whatever, and like when it's swimming away, you can see that it has four limbs. Does it? I could not tell. The closest thing you got was when it's trying to dislocate its jaw and swallow her whole. Yeah, and it just looks awful, and I don't know what it is. <laughs> and then the fucking the big one, I don't know. Like again, it's so dark and awful, you can't see what it is. But it looked like it had fucking little mermaid men barnacle beard or something. I, I don't feel, fucking know. I have a feeling like your theater is just that not well lit. Uh, mm, I, I don't think so because I see every movie there. Um, no. Like it totally like it looked very much like the uh, monster they used in Aquaman where he's surfing on at the end of the movie. Um, where it had just had teeth for days, but like the bottom part of it just had all these mermaid men like hanging off of it. So, mm. 
Well, I don't buy it. The shit looked awful. <laughs> and I don't think it's my theater because nothing else looks bad. I don't know. It worked for me. No, no, I could see it all. So, tell with you, man. Whatever. I'm glad you saw it all. It's fucking still dumb. No, it's super awesome. Cloverfield 4. Go see it. <laughs> Plus, it's the same fucking thing as, like, don't fuck with cats when it's just, like, you can't throw an idea out there and then not do anything with it. And fucking Colleen Wing's like, listen, we fucked up. We're not supposed to be here. We are ruining the environment with our need for oil. And everyone's just like, whoa, you can't say that shit. We got to get away from this conversation. We can't talk about how we're ruining the environment. Touche. Touche. So, uh, yeah, that's this week's. uh, What do we got to watch for next week then? I have no idea. Uh, Shows how much prep I do. Do little. Nope. Definitely do little because it's going to be awesome. No. You know it. No. Come no. on. No. Oh my God. I don't. I'm not promising because that movie looks like cancer. Uh, also, Bad Boys 3. How is it? How is it that Michael Bay is making shitty Netflix movies instead of making <laughs> the third Bad Boys? It makes no sense to me. Uh, didn't he make the third one? No, it's not Michael Bay. Oh, shit. Uh, because they filmed three and four together, didn't they? What? There's a four? Oh, there? shit. Surprise. <laughs> There's no way. There's totally. A, I'm pretty sure they filmed three and four together. Mm, I don't buy it. There's no way. So definitely Bad Boys 3. Definitely do little. I think there's another one. Um, I'm sure you're, I'm sure you'll find some shit to watch. And then, yeah, only well, fucking not do little. All of the do little. Yeah. Listen, it, why? Because it look. I'm moderately intrigued. I why? Listen, how? When I saw trailers like three months ago, I was like, to hell with that movie. I don't need to see that shit. And like over the course of the last month, I was like, maybe this has some merit. And Doolittle's a pirate. He turns into a pirate. And he has his animal friends help him be a pirate. It's going to be awesome. So dumb. It looks so awful. And there's a fucking dragon. I think the dragon is the thing that sold me on it. Mm, I I didn't want to see the movie. I thought it looked awful. And then all of a sudden, there's an ostrich with Kumail Nanjiani's voice being like, is that a dragon? I was like, there's a dragon? What? Fuck this. No. (laughs) Fuck this movie. Yes, I wanted to see him uh, dog whisper a, a dragon. So, so dumb. Let's do it. I fucking hate you. You're the worst. Listen, you made me watch this horror shit. That's gonna be keep my light on for a week. You've got to see Doolittle. I didn't make you watch anything. Listen, you told you knew I wasn't backing down, and I hate you for that. So the hell these are you? all your choices. <laughs> I said you could watch The Grudge or Cats, and you chose The Grudge, and I was just like. Blair Witch is up if you want to watch it. And you're like, guess I'll watch it. These are all choices you make, sir. Fuck you, men. Fuck you. For manipulating me like this bullshit. There's going to be a documentary <laughs> on you on someday. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to cut up your body and put it in a suitcase. I'm going to leave it out by the trash. That will never happen. I'll never let you cut me. Uh, so yeah, watch all that stuff. We'll come back and I'm sure we'll have just a slew of stuff for you to watch next time. I'm Ox. That over there is Luke. We'll catch you next week for Doolittle, for sure. Because we're both watching it. Luke, definitely. 
and Bad Boys 3. Peace, pineapple, all that good stuff. Later. I don't know what's more disturbing. The fact that, like, he murdered that man or that they used a fucking spoof on a porn title (laughs) to title the murder video.